Welcome to the Curate Your Life with Demetria podcast, where we focus on curating your life and image from the inside out so the life you're living matches the life you dream about. Do you have rules for your life or do you have a certain way that you do things and you just don't think about them because that's the way that you always do it? I do. I have some rules that are just kind of automatic for me. One of them is when I come home from a trip, whether it's a weekend trip or a long trip, whatever, no matter what time I get home, I unpack immediately and I put my suitcases away. So the next morning when I wake up, even if it's only two or three hours from the time that I go to bed, everything is the way that it normally is. And I have this habit when I travel, when I'm heading out to my destination, I like to leave as early as possible, like first flight or one of the first flights in the morning, because I think it helps to reduce the possibility of delays. And even if it's on a road trip, I like to leave early because then you get to your destination and you have all day or most of the day for your vacation or whatever you're doing. And when I come home, I tend to book a late flight because who cares if you add one more day to your vacation, right? And it's only happened to me twice where I was not able to get home at some point on the night that I planned. And once it was due to weather and I knew that in advance and I hadn't even checked out of my hotel yet. So I was able to just extend my stay. When I schedule my trip home for later in the day, that gives me more time on that travel day, right? To enjoy the rest of my vacation. But no matter what time I get home and there have been some late flights from Vegas or from Wisconsin, when I walk in the door, I put my things down and I open my suitcase and I start unpacking. And it really only takes a few minutes. And I think it's easier when you come home because a lot of the things need to be laundered and you can just put them in the hamper and keep going. But I put my toiletries away. I put my suitcases away. So again, when I wake up the next morning, everything is where it's supposed to be. And that helps because... Say it's one of those late nights and you're working the next day. You don't want to be scrambling around trying to get things together to go to work, especially if you roll in from Vegas at two in the morning. You want things to be in place and ready to go. So that's one of my protocols. Another one is when I'm leaving for a trip, when I leave my house, I want it to be clean and orderly. So when I come back, it's ready. And it's as simple as unpack my suitcases, put away my toiletries, put things in the hamper, and boom, I'm ready to go the next day, just like it's a normal day. I don't want to walk back into a cluttered house with things all over the place, with things that I didn't pack all over my bed. I want to walk into an orderly house. So that's another one of my protocols. When I leave, I leave my house in order, clean, and ready for re-entry. So let's talk about protocols for your life and how they enhance your life. So I looked up the definition for protocol and a lot of the definitions had to do with systems or rules in place for governing affairs or political things and interactions between state bodies and nations and things like that. But I did find one thing when I Googled protocol and one of the questions that was asked, which 
I don't think there is a question that you can ask Google that somebody has not already asked. But anyway, I found a question that was, what do you mean protocol? And I think it should have read, what do you mean by protocol? But the answer was, the most common meaning of protocol is a system of rules that explain the correct conduct and procedures to be followed in formal situations. So I guess you would say life is a formal situation, but it really is a system of rules or conduct to be followed to enhance your life is what I would say. So my protocol of making sure I have a clean house when I leave and unpacking when I come home, I think that enhances my life by making it orderly and making my life easier, making things flow better. So that's one of my protocols. And I didn't even realize I was doing this. I didn't do this on purpose. It wasn't something that I said, oh, this is going to be my protocol for traveling. This is just the way it is. It's just what I've done over time. And I've noticed that this is what I do to make sure that my house is clean when I leave for a trip. Now, granted, I like to make sure that my house is clean, period, full stop. But especially when I leave for a trip, I like for things to be in order. So when I come home, I feel like that's just like a welcome home, like a welcome back. Like this is your safe place. It's your home base. And if it's not loving and welcoming and a place where you can just take a deep breath and let your shoulders down, then that's something that you might want to work on creating because that's what it should be for you. It doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be the Taj Mahal, right? It doesn't have to be, as Oprah would say, shishi poo poo, but it should be a place where you feel comfortable and hugged, basically. I like to say that your home should be a haven and not a to-do list. And we'll talk about that in another episode. So that's why I do what I do. I want to walk into my home after I've been on a trip, no matter how amazing the trip is. I want to have this feeling of, okay, I'm back. And this is my space that I've created for me. So when I leave, I want to be walking back into a welcoming haven And when I get home from a trip, I want to make sure that the next morning when I wake up and I'm getting back to the grind, um, that I'm getting back to the grind on my terms and my space the way I want it to be. So I've just put those practices in place. And again, it's not just, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is my protocol. It just turned out that way. And I realized that no matter what time I came home, I am packed and it was so worth it to spend those few minutes doing that because on the rare occasions that it didn't happen, my suitcase would sit there for a couple of days and I'm looking for a necklace or a pair of pants and I just felt disjointed. It felt chaotic and chaotic may be a little dramatic. Let's say it felt unsettled and I didn't like that feeling, especially when it takes just 30 minutes tops to unpack my suitcase and put away my toiletries and wash my face before I go to bed, which is another protocol that I have. I wash my face before I go to bed, no matter what, no matter what time I go to bed, no matter if I've had maybe a glass or two of wine too many, 
No matter what, I take off my makeup and I wash my face before I go to bed. That's part of my skincare protocol to always remove my makeup and go to bed with a clean face. And really, again, these are things that I have in place to keep my life at least at a level set of what I want it to be, if not to enhance my life. Those are my rules for creating the life that I want. I want an orderly home. I want the best skin that I can have. So in order to have those, I have those protocols in place to make that happen. So that's part of the curate your life process to stop doing, eliminate or take away things that don't add to or move you toward your vision or dream and to do more of the things that will enhance your life, that will help you create the vision for the life that you want to live. So my protocols help me create the life that I want. They're the things that I need to do to have the life that I want to have. So think about some other places where you may want to put protocols in place. You may want to have protocols for spending and saving. Let's say you have a budget and your protocol for money is to take care of your living expenses and savings. And then anything after that is fun money. That protocol gives you a guide for conduct around your spending. You could also set up a protocol that says you only shop for clothing and shoes once a quarter or you only eat out four times a month. You can also have protocols around eating. You may put in place that you plan your meals daily or you plan weekly. One of my protocols that I have around eating is that I will not order pizza by myself. I put that in place because I overeat pizza when I order it. And if I'm alone, that means the whole pizza will eventually be consumed by me. So I had to put that protocol in place because that's not who I want to be. That's not what I want my life to look like. I want to be a healthy person. Did I decide one day that that was the protocol and live perfectly ever after once I decided that? No, I've had some slips, but when I slipped, I made the next best decision. I threw out the leftovers or I vacuum sealed individual slices and put them in the freezer. I made decisions that move me toward the life I want. Another food protocol for me is I do not buy half gallons of ice cream. If I buy ice cream, it has to be a pint. So those are some of my protocols around food. And thinking about protocols came up because my friend Christina, who is a dating coach for Curvy Women, was on the podcast last week. And we were talking about dating and self-care protocols and what those look like. She advises her clients to have protocols in place for days when they're not feeling 100%. A list of things that they can do are ways that they can take care of themselves to boost their mood. Think about that. Think about having a list, an actual written list of the ways you can take care of yourself when you feel like the world has conspired to ruin your day or your week. That is so powerful. You are taking control back. You're taking charge of your emotional needs. You have a plan in place so you don't end up in the pantry trying to shake off the day with a box of Girl Scout cookies or having a bottle of wine and a subsequent hangover the next day. 
she suggests that they have protocols in place if they're stood up on a date or if they have a bad date. And actually, one of my mentors, Stacey Bayman, had a dating coach who recommended to her that if she had a date set, she needed to have things lined up that were just as interesting and exciting as having a date as a backup plan in case for some reason the date didn't show. And I will say, I wish that I had this in my life in years past. I've been stood up before and it would have been a really good idea to have something in place that was just as exciting. It's something just as fun to look forward to in those instances when I was stood up. So that way you're not sitting around having a pity party about being stood up, right? You have moved on with your life and you can really put protocols in place in any area of your life. Self-care. I have my skincare protocols and my hair care protocols. Say you're working on building a new wardrobe and developing your style. You could have protocols around what you will buy or what you will no longer wear. For instance, you may decide only to buy staple pieces until you have a good foundation for your wardrobe and then periodically add trendy pieces. You may decide that you no longer wear sweats or leggings and oversized t-shirts, that you're only going to wear things that fit and complement your shape. You could have a protocol of taking one thing out of your closet for every one thing that you bring in. One of the things to think about when you're establishing your protocols is that it's something that you're doing that will benefit you. It should not be looked at as a harsh rule or punishment or a limitation. It's basically a system that you have in place, a procedure or a way of conduct that you have in place that will help your life go the way you want it to go. And that's why it came to me to do this episode on protocols. Christina mentioned recommending that her clients have the protocols in place. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, I do have some protocols that I have in place for my life that I intentionally put in place and some protocols that when I think about it, those are things that I do that make my life better. They're things that I do to make my life run the way I want it to go. And I'll tell you about another one that was just like one of the things that I did when I lived out in the burbs. I was commuting five times a week and driving around to most of the places that I needed to go. And I made it a rule to do a Sunday fill up. Sunday, I would stop and get gas because it's not my favorite thing to do. So Sundays was the day I would fill up my car. And for the most part, that would get me through the week, depending on what kind of things I had going on that week. But because I didn't want to be on the road on the way to some place or on the way to work and have to stop for gas and then make myself late to wherever I was going, I implemented the Sunday fill up just every Sunday at some point get gas, even on a lazy Sunday when nothing was really going on. I would make it a point to at some point leave the house and get gas so that that was taken care of for the week and I didn't have to think about that. And I'll tell you that one of the funniest things now is that I don't drive very much anymore because I live in town and I can walk to work and I can walk to the grocery store and things like that. And I just don't do a whole lot of driving. So I don't do the Sunday fill up anymore because sometimes I can go for a month before I need to get gas. 
So just this past week, I had running around to do, and I don't have that system in place anymore. And I realized that I had put off and put off and put off stopping for gas, and the light was on, and it was telling me that I needed to pay attention to it right then and there. So I did, and I sent a friend of mine a picture of the gas indicator, and she was like, who are you? And it was just that's not the thing that I do anymore, right? So maybe now I need to put a new protocol in place for a monthly fill up every first of the month or last of the month, fill up no matter what. So it's things to enhance and make your life better, to make your life run smoother, make it go the way you want it to go. So protocols fit perfectly into the curate your life process. That's what you do. You decide what you want your life to look like and you put the protocols, the guidelines in place that will eliminate the things that don't fit the picture and that will bring in or call in or put into place the things that do fit the, that do fit the picture. So think about the protocols that you want to put in place for your life to help you curate the life you want. Think about the protocols that you already have in place and how they work for you and why they work for you. And that may give you some ideas on other protocols that you want to add to continue to enhance and uplevel your life. And I would love to hear about the protocols that you already have in place or that you're thinking about implementing and putting in place to level up your life. Come on over to the Curate Your Life Facebook group where we continue this conversation. And if you need help with the Curate Your Life process and figuring out protocols that you want to put into place and how that will enhance your life, feel free to schedule a complimentary consultation. And let's talk about how I can help you put protocols in place that will help you enhance your life. And just a PS before I sign off, one of the things I was thinking about when I was doing this podcast was, are these just routines? I don't think so. There's a difference. Protocols are rules and procedures and ways of doing things for areas that are not always run-of-the-mill, ordinary, everyday things. I would think of routines as my laundry night and routines as regular housekeeping. And I have protocols in place around leaving the house orderly when I leave town. And I have protocols in place around putting clothes away and unpacking when I come home. I have a routine around grocery shopping weekly and I have a protocol for not ordering pizza at a certain time. So I think routines are regular, regimented, scheduled things, and protocols are guidance for those one-offs, but they are rules that you want to have in place for your life, or rules that you may have in place that you don't even recognize that, that are there, but they enhance your life. So when you think about routines and protocols, they go hand in hand. Routines are things that we have in place on a daily basis and the protocols are for the one-offs. But either way, they're decisions made ahead of time that help you create your best life. So in the moment, you don't have to make that decision and take the easy road. You've already decided with your prefrontal cortex, your highest brain, 
the path that you need to take to have the life that you want. If you want to continue the conversation with like-minded women who are creating lives they love, join us in the Curate Your Life Facebook group. Or if you're ready for the tools that will help you build a life you don't feel the need to escape from, schedule a consultation to discover how coaching can benefit you. You can find the links in the show notes. Until next time.